When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the second episode of the Gap Down Backer Podcast. Um, today we are going to talk quick side belly. But before we do, um, I want to say hi to Coach Deary. Coach Deary, how are you doing? Good. How are you, brother? I'm doing good, my friend. I'm doing good. It's a it's a glorious day. Our season's starting to end. Um, and get ready to prepare for this, whatever this offseason ends up being. Um, but so yeah, let's start talking about belly. Um, belly, for people who don't know, is just... is Wing T's version of ISO. Like it's, it's, it's about as simple as I physically can, can make that analogy. Um, it's typically, I mean, there's quick side and strong side belly, but it's obviously the, the quick quick side play. Um, there's a whole series off of belly, belly sweep, belly keep, belly pass. And this is all stuff we'll get to as we go. We're going to start with belly and go and probably to strong side belly, and then we'll go from there. Um but right, let's let's start with what what were your first experiences with belly and, and kind of your opinions of belly before we get into the rules and kind of adjustments and stuff from there. Sure, uh, my my first year coaching was twenty fifteen uh, under Joel Durgan. We were at Typical New High School. We had a really explosive offense. We had a couple wings that was sub four fives, four six guys. One was legit. He actually went to uh, Brown to play slot receiver, and the other one had. A few Division three offers. He wasn't very talented as a football player, but he could run when he got the ball in his hands. Uh, so to me, Belly, as my first year, was a constraint play to Jet. Um, and it was always a weak side play. We just kind of um, run Belly right, right underneath to the wide receiver side. And that, that was, to me, Belly. And uh, as we kind of got a little slower, we progressed. And uh, we started running... No more belly, you know, we always tied no more belly with belly sweep behind it. We, we got into other things to go with belly sweep, belly option. Um, and we got a little bit more dynamic with it. But it was pretty interesting to see how a complimentary play. And as I kind of progressed into my next year of coaching, how it legitimately became a series for us. And just it blew me away how a complimentary play can have so many different variations in a series. But that's kind of my experience with it. Um, it's always been my the most productive fullback run player I've always been around. Um, especially if you got a good vision fullback, uh, see gap to see gap plays explosive, and I'm excited to talk about it today. Now I, I did go on kind of clarify because I say quick side or weak side. Now I want to kind of clarify for people what that means. When, when, and, and we texted back a little bit forth on this today. It's like when I say quick side or weak side, I'm talking non tight end side. Um, so talk, usually you're split inside unless you're in like over unbalanced sets and we'll get all to that stuff later. But, um, I want to specify for people who, who flip their lines, quick side, usually it's your more, I don't know, athletics, probably a bad term, but your faster side. Um, and then if you're just left and right, it's your non-tight inside, your weak side. Um, so I just want to kind of clarify that before we get started. Um, what I'll do is for people listening to the podcast, I'm going to, I'm going to break down the... It's just a, a general rules. And me and Coach Jerry will talk about some of the rules here in a sec. Some will be, we have a little bit different experiences with them. 
because um, he, like I said, he spent most of his career um, coaching at Tip when they ran the wing tee. I've hit a couple of different places with wing tee or wing tee-esque concepts. Um, but first, I'm, I'm going to kind of just go down rules real quick, and, and we'll kind of get into the weak side on because there's a variety of ways to block belly, at least play side, and, and me and you've talked about that, and it's a play that we've run very effectively the past two years because, well, we have a really good fullback. It, it helps. Um, but kind of, I'm just, I'm just going to kind of go down my list real quick. Uh, so obviously, quarterback, reverse pivots, deep handoff to the fullback, and then they carry out their fake. That's kind of the common sense stuff. Uh, the main thing is the reverse pivot um, aspect and getting that deep so fullback can read. Um, your fullback, obviously, ball carrier, jab step, follow the run, follow the play side wing. Um, play side wing will insert front side linebacker, inside linebacker typically. Um, play side tackle and play side guard will have a variety of three calls with me and um, Coach Derry will get to here in a second. Uh, there's three main ones that we have experience with. But I, I've seen about eight different ways you can block this. Like, I mean, it's every team's a little bit different in how they call their rules. Um, most teams, when you're talking belly for centers, is usually on gap. Uh, backside, backside guard and tackles typically to be scoop blockers. Um, backside 10 in, tight end is usually your touchdown saver. I mean, you can say scoop too, but, I mean, you're, you're telling them to go safety. If, if a backside nine makes a tackle on belly, you have a variety of other issues that we're not even going to get into. Um, backside wing, I mean, you can, there's a variety of things you can do with them. A lot of teams like us will motion him across more as a, um, kind of keep with our wing T aspect of deception. You can go deep rocket motion, fake rocket off of it. I know there's some wing T teams are big rocket teams. Uh, we as a jet team will, uh, motion, jet motion him across. Okay. And kind of carry out our fakes. Um, you can short motion him over, make him the lead, and place our wing and go outside, etc. There's there's a lot of things you can do with them, and I'll have some depictions of that. And then our split in, um, depending on two or away, uh, if we have him over or not. If he's over, he's probably going up to safety. Um, if he's play side, he's blocking the corner, um, or maybe trying to climb safety. It kind of depends on what your rules want to do. Um, but let's go back to that play-side tackle and play-side guard because I think, I think that's kind of the more important aspect. Uh, me and you have talked about uh, the fan, fold, or on block. Um, obviously, um, can you, here, I'll, I'll just let you. Will you break down the fan, fold, and on blocks for us? Um, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, really, on, one-tech, three-tech, you got cross-block, and – Fan block is when it's a wide wider. Okay. That gives you the best angles for success. No, I I agree, and like I mean, I think we probably I mean it really depends. Like if you're if you're seeing a forefront, so like your four fours is probably the most common thing. You're pro you're probably either going to uh, cross block it or what you kind of call on, which is the down and the out. I think there's kind of two most common. It's when you get your five-man fronts is when you start doing the fans. You get those yeah. um, funky defenses. Um, I think five fronts, there's also a good chance you get the cross block when you try to – they give you that kind of like under front to the back side. You get that five and that three. Okay. Those are kind of the common answers. You block down that three, cross block out to the five. Okay. Wing will lead through, block the plate side. Um but kind of, I mean, and let's get to that backside real quick because we just talked about it. And I, I think the backside is such an underrated 
thing with this because, and, and, and we've kind of learned this over the past two years, is if you don't get a good scoop and and, and rip through up to the next level, that backside tight end, a lot, not backside tight end, that backside inside linebacker is making the play half the time. Now you're still gaining three, four, five yards, but instead of popping it for eight to ten, okay, or having that cutback window, which is also extremely underrated in this play, it's again, it's a two, three yard gain because you're not scooping up to the backside. You want to talk a little bit more about that, coach? Sure. And, and really, it all comes down to angles. Um, and, and I always thought I played a 45. And the best part about game play and rules is they always get simplified the week of. I mean, there's obviously bastardized defenses that you're going to see. Uh, but for the most part, if you're going to go against a program that understands how to defend the win team, the first thing they're going to realize is they're not going to change their core core values and their beliefs and how to defend it. You know, they're going to make it work. So when you play in a 40 front or in belly weak, you always, if you get a one tap to the belly weak and the place that quick side is doing uh, little down and out block, then I've always been um, essentially a duo guy. Um, anytime you got a, a one to the play side and a three to the back, and combo to the play side A, um, and vice versa. That, it gives you double teams, and it gives you angles, and it allows if the inside linebacker scrapes over top, then, you know, that play side A is protected. you got basically four guys on two, in, in my eyes, and three. And, and I think it's really important. Um, but I've also been a huge, huge component is if you can inside zone it, inside zone it. I, I've always been around a fullback that reads, reads belly at C-gap to C-gap. And uh, we always teach it, push it two yards, and if the cutback is there, the cutback is there. Um, but if you're playing like a slant 50, and the only time you really inside zone at lock is if you get a 5 2 at 5 and they slant principles, um, which you get a few times a year. Um, you never know where that nose is going to go, and you never know where that backside back is going to go. And you, quite frankly, you, you kind of don't know where that end is going to go either. So you got. Three guys that'll come in those three gaps, but you don't know what three guys uh, gaps there are. And I, I'll tell you what, man, uh, just being able to inside zone it and get that center guard and backside tackle moving. Um, I, I've seen slant fifties get destroyed on belly because you get moving and you start washing them, and as you get two yards, that fullback cut back, and it's a ten yard gain, man. And it's, a, it's one of the most beautiful plays in the world. Um, but for the most part, man, uh, I, I would say you're, you're probably 80% fold if you can. Um, if you're looking at the 505 with a 50 defense, you're probably going to inside zone it. Um, emphasize the backside tackle. Probably, ironically, is the most important player when, when you talk about the belly. And, and people think I'm crazy. But if he gets his block on the backside backer, to me, I've always been a wall guy when it comes to win key stuff. If you can get that backside tackle to solidify your wall for the cutback, I mean, I've seen the backside tackle be the difference between an eight-yard gain and a 50-yard gain. And, and our service, young line coaches, um, if, you, if you are blessed enough to coach the backside of the win key, coach that backside tackle harder than you've ever coached her before. And in fact, when I was actually became more of a head of line coach, I would have my assistant coach 
the play side of Bounty. Because it's pretty simple, man. Did they did they do the right blocking scheme? And that way I can coach the effort and execution of backside. Because at the end of the day, it's pretty self-explanatory play side of belly, but that's the backside of belly. That's on me. And that's the difference between a six-yard gain and a 50-yard gain. And so don't be afraid to coach the backside of that. But never forget the core values to me of being a wing king, and that's angles. If you got a full block, you got a forward. I mean, but we never wanted to fold over two guys, the backside. So if if there was like a three, if there was a type of three to the one, we folded. But if any time there was a one tech to the play we're running belly, we never folded because then that almost became power. And that backside A-gap was super leaky. Uh, make it explosive. Belly is a C-gap to C-gap play. This isn't a time for O-line to take the playoff. I was one of them. I get it. <laughs> you got to be on the horse and preach it. You get really emphasized on the backside of belly. Oh, yeah. And like I said, I think that's one of the main coaching points that we kind of need to emphasize here is that how important that backside tight end and the cutback on that is, especially when you're running motion with it. Like, I, I mean, no bow belly is great. I'm not saying it isn't. But when, when you're running rocket motion or jet motation, you're already getting you're going to get fast flow, especially if you run rocket or jet well. So that backside cut will always be there as long as you can get that tackle up to that in, that inside linebacker. Um, is there any other coaching points you can think of? Like, like I said, we went through the rules. Is there anything with those rules you think we should adjust? Because um, those, those are kind of the main things. And that's part of why I want to make this podcast is, okay, here's the, obviously here's the rules. Here's the scheme. That's that's great. And, 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 and But I can Google the scheme. What kind of coaching points you think? I mean, we just talked a little bit about that backside. Is there any play side coaching points that you think we missed that we kind of need to hit on real quick? Honestly, the hard part about being on the play side is getting your kids to kind of relax. Um, the biggest issue I've had with play side is not sustaining blocks. And a lot of times it's not because of an effort thing or a technique thing. They just slip off because they think they got to overcompensate. You know what I mean? They're running behind me. Um, teach your kids to be under control. Um, Will we, uh, this year, uh, I know you guys taught shoulder blocking. I've always been hand blocking. Um, thumbs up, elbows in, and just kind of move them off the ball. Um, but I think the most important part about it is the, the number one obvious thing outside of outside of maybe just being a little excited, but I think the worst thing offensive linemen do is they have really bad steps. And the biggest issue I ran into is the cross blocker is that tackle struggling to get to that three tech because he takes a 45 degree step rather than a 10 degree step. And in all seriousness, I've always, I've always been that guy that preach zero degree step because you get 10 degrees um, and being able to get your head across and stop uh, momentum. Because you talk about cross block, I think is the best thing to do. Um, uh, and the teacher points I've always had with that is if I had a slow fatty out there, um, I just tell them to scoot into a two, a foot and a half, two foot split. You know what I mean? Make them, make them guess that you know. Make the D lineman pick up that you shorten down your split. You know you can't really see that from an end. I mean, not end zone, sideline camera, and huddle. Coach is not going to pick that up. So obviously, tell your guys to be smart and adjust your splits to their physical limitation. Heck, we had that conversation with the kid today. You know, uh, it's it, nothing wrong with it. I mean, quite a lot. I was physically limited. But I was very smart in how I utilized my splits. 
Um, so don't be afraid to teach an alignment and give them skill sets to help them pre-snap. Um, and then coach, you can't you can't go wrong with coaching angles and the uh, steps and uh, get your head across. Whether you're fan blocking or whether you are, I mean, cross blocking or arm blocking, the worst thing that can ever happen is penetration. Don't. It's already kind of a slower developing play, so do not let your fullback pod any moment. He's got to be able to hit that hole and burst for two seconds before he makes a comeback. Um, other than that, I think those are the main components for play side. But a lot of people don't get don't get too don't get too high strung on the rules. You know what I mean? Just have good steps. The, the rules are pretty easy to teach, man. Have good steps and. Let their kids compete and give them toolboxes to help them out with those steps and their angles. You know, I think I think the tackle shooting uh, split is the most underrated aspect of it all. And honestly, um, if they're going to ban it, widen out your splits. Uh, I've always been a big component of that. So just teaching your linemen to be smart and, uh, and understanding where they're weak and where they're not and why wider widen this split and shortening down and i think it's super important that gets under the kids are smart let them be smart now, now, now i kind of want to wrap up there and the last thing i want to hit before we go because i mean we'll have a part two of this because we're going to talk more strong side than quick side because we talked more quick side today um last thing because you mentioned something about splits and we talked about that today with some of our linemen like if you especially if you have linemen who struggle or have physical limitations. That's how I'm going to phrase that. Adjust their splits. If you know you're going to fan, widen your splits. If, if he's got to come down on like a one or a zero, okay, that's a call you make. Tell him to shorten the split down, okay? If your backside's struggling to get to that linebacker, tighten their splits down, okay? If you're having a problem with that five technique, widen out the splits, Okay, adjust your splits to how you need to do it. And I, I think that's kind of a thing. And I kind of want to wrap up there. Next, and um, so th- this has been episode two of the Gap Down Backer podcast. Now we, we talked belly today. Um, next episode we're going to have a special guest, uh, Coach Vaughn, who's going to talk to Wing Raid for episode three. Um, then episode four we'll come back to belly. It'll be kind of a part two of belly one on one. We'll talk more strong side than quick side, um, and then we'll move on from there probably into belly sweep, belly option. Um, but Coach Derry, again, thank you, um, and we will see everybody next time on the Gap Down Backer podcast. Looking forward to it. Thank you, Mr. Bansburg.